Welcome one and all to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. I am joined in the studio tonight by my brilliant, brilliant co-host, Ekaterina Bichkova. How are you, Ekaterina? I'm, I'm perfect, as always. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> and Ollie Knight spinning the discs? Yes, I am. <laughs> excellent. And of course, Dimitri, before you go away, uh, that game last night, you were watching it, the Tsitska win. Yep. And? And uh, very unexpected. Yeah. Uh, they never win. They never win their first game. Ever. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, that was a shocking thing. 2-1, the... Penalty was, I don't know, maybe 50-50 for yeah, the handball. Yeah, yeah. And then the young guy, Timur Jamaluddinov, yeah. did a great job. Yeah, after a rebound. What else can you do? I mean, I mean Benfica had many chances to score exactly. later. But later it doesn't game, matter. But it doesn't it's matter. It's always like this in yes, games, yeah, you know? Yeah. Everyone has chances. Exactly. <laughs> you have to put the ball in the back of the net. Or as a cousin of mine says, in the back of the old onion bag. And that's what it is. You have to score the goals. It's no good walking off fish going, we had 10 chances, they had one. You need to take advantage. And they did. So Exactly. Exactly. So, Spartak tonight. What do you reckon? What's your prognosis? My forecast, my prognosis i think one nil the maribor no the red whites <laughs> hopefully red whites okay well i i what's your reckon you katrina spartak win or draw or lose uh whoa good good question i don't know because that was your home just just a guess you won yeah me. go on just guess okay. just guess okay let it be uh spartak spartak okay ollie yeah, I'd say Sparta would win with 2-1. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, score. I, sound, I sound so professional, even though I know nothing about football. No, Did you check any horoscope Because, of course, the stars is, you know, because Uranus is in... Uh, Uranus is, in, is what? Huh? What's that's, in your Uranus? That's a planet. That's an innuendo or in your end. I know it is. So maybe you just checked already. So yes. we just no, 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 no. The kickoff tonight is at uh, 9:45 our time. So we, we have a wait. So I reckon it's going to be a draw, nil, nil. But we'll wait and see. Okay, so we'll see. Yeah. Excellent. So Dimitri, thanks very much. You're back at the top of the hour. So just before we get started, a quick update on the and Ali's blush and after talking about innuendo <laughs> and Uranus. So. Uh, uh, Dino Moscow are trading at home to Tractor Chelyabinsk 2 0. So that's just in the uh, second period, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, what have we got on tonight? Well, we have a cracking, cracking show. Am I right, Ekaterina? Yes, yes, it, exactly. It We're so waiting for a lot of things to happen tonight. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. We oh. have a couple of top guests on the phone. We have Stuart Gardner from Manchester United TV. Uh, and he is going to talk to us about his side's visit to Moscow uh, in one week. So, and that's actually the, right after uh, Liverpool. So, uh, in this, also on the phone we'll have Joseph Sexton, who'll be speaking to us all about uh, European football and also the, the case of Neymar and what he's been up to recently. Uh, we have a really super special guest here in the studio with us. Uh, she's a former world, uh, and she's a silver medalist actually recently this year in world, uh, in Thai boxing, and she's also a fitness guru. So, anything you need to know about fitness, ask us, and she is the right person to know. So, um, so. <laughs> okay, you can read it. So. Yeah, yeah, but actually a very, very special guest. But we we'll tell you a little bit later. Just yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we will keep that few more, few more yeah. minutes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so what else? Well, we've got the Russian and English Premier League roundup as always. We have the first week of the NFL in America. Just a few, a few words about that. A big shock on the cars in the first match it was. Uh, a few words about the Welta cycling race. Or very, very few words. Some ice hockey. Some Gaelic football because the big, big, big finals on this Sunday. Some tennis, of course, with you, Katarina. Champions League and Europa League football. Did I miss anything at all, you, Katarina? 
uh, US Open. Round oh, okay, up, well, I did again. say tennis. I did say tennis. So <laughs> yeah, there we go. But, but we need to be more specific for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, <you> okay. <laughs> All right, I stand corrected and chastised, and I'm not going to argue with you. So let's get going. Right. Siska got back to winning ways this weekend by winning 1-0 away in Perm. Fellow struggler Spartak Moscow gave Massimo Carrera another week's salary when they just about beat Rubin Kazan in the Utkriti Arena. The best foreigner in the Premier League, of course, that is Quincy Proms. He scored a winner just after half-time. Um, <clears throat> with Dinamo earning a good 0-0 draw in Himke against leader Zenit, our partners, Lokomotiv Moscow, had a chance to go top. However, they failed to win in Grozny. Having gone ahead through Rodolfo on goal, they couldn't hold on. And uh, Ahmad Ravanelli equalised late on. So, before the game, which was quite cool, Chechen leader Ramzan Kadyrov get three of his players Mercedes, brand new Mercedes. So, if that's not the motivation to get a result, I don't know what is. Okay, after nine rounds, Zenit lead the way. One point ahead of Lokomotiv in second. Siska are four points further back in fourth. Spartak are in eighth place. And Dinamo are our trailers in 11th. Uh, this weekend, Dinamo are away in tour to play Arsenal on Friday night. On uh, Sunday, Spartak are in Tosno. CSKA will look to continue their rise at home to Rostov on Saturday. Kickoff is at 4 p.m. and you can buy tickets online at ticking.pfc-cska.com. Prices start at only 500 rubles. That's pretty good, yeah. actually. That's quite good. I think I, I might even take that in. Okay, and Lokomotiv are at home to bottom place Amkar on Monday night. And tickets again, of course, are on fclm.ru for us. Ticket. Okay, in the English Premier League, Ivan Korsh's beloved Stoke City, they spoiled the Manchester United party by coming back from 2-1 to draw 2-2. Jose Mourinho was furious afterwards, refused to shake hands with the Stoke coach. And, uh, you know, then again, Stoke were full value for their point. West Ham, they ended Hurtfield Town's unbeaten start of the season by winning 2-0 on Monday night. The result might have saved West Ham manager Slavin Billis for at least another week. While, as his counterpart, uh, a London counterpart Frank de Boer found out, he was sacked as manager of Crystal Palace after just four matches in charge. OK, they lost all those games and didn't score a goal. Manchester City's drubbing, uh, 5-0 drubbing of Liverpool was uh, more notable because of Liverpool's Sadio Mane's red card where he basically took the head off the uh, City keeper. Mane's going to serve a three-match ban for that. Elsewhere, Arsenal beat Bournemouth 3-0, Chelsea won 2-1 away to Leicester City and Burnley beat Crystal Palace. As Alan mentioned, Crystal Palace boss Frank De Boer lost his job after that loss on Sunday and leaves Palace bottom with no points or goals scored after four games. Also without a point, but with one goal, our Bournemouth. Yep, so that's handy for Bournemouth. So on Sunday, there are two really notable games. We'll discuss them a bit later as well with one of our guests. Uh, Chelsea are hosting Arsenal in the London, uh, in a London derby in a 3.30 kickoff, And at Old Trafford, Wayne Rooney returns with his Everton side for the first time. And that's a 6 o'clock kickoff. Mourinho and United will be looking to continue their fine home record this season. But they've won both games, scored six goals without response. Everton are yet to win away this year, though they will surely up their efforts for this one, especially Wayne Rooney. If that match in Manchester is over by halftime, you can switch over to the German Bundesliga to watch an intriguing top versus bottom clash between Borussia Dortmund and Cologne. That starts at 7 p.m. Cologne are still looking for their first win, while Dortmund are unbeaten and yet to concede a goal. Oh, I love Cologne. That's, that's <laughs> going to be a great match. I love Cologne. Are you, are you going to watch? I probably will. I probably uh, will watch okay. it. Yeah, I, it'll be on after the Ireland final, so I'll watch it. So uh, that will be tight. And Dortmund, you know, they don't score a lot of goals. And Cologne will be looking to get back their or get their season started before it's too late. And we might even get to see the Russian international Konstantin Rausch, who is yet to make his season debut for the team called the Billy Goats. So uh, tomorrow night, actually, Cologne are playing in London against Arsenal in the Europa League. Okay, enough football for a moment. No, Let's round up no. US Open. Oh, okay, yeah, go just, on, tell us, tell us. Yeah, yeah, but the last Grand Slam for, of this year is 
finished. It was uh, over on Sunday and we have a completely new a winner in women's draw, it's Sloan Stevens, who could predict this two weeks ago, that uh, with the ranking no 83, 83, she could yeah. become a, a new uh, US Open winner. So that was actually amazing. And she beat uh, another young newcomer, her great friend, actually. That was uh, why the final was not very, in, like, not interesting. It was a bit it dead, was, it was a bit dead, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was very, nice. like, easy to set because uh, Madison Keys, she couldn't actually overcome this uh, mental uh, <laughs> mental problems, I think, so she couldn't actually uh, stand with all these things together, like Grand Slam final. And they were actually, just too close. You could see them, yeah, they were just yeah, too yeah, close yeah, mentally. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, she was completely out. She, yeah. she didn't play at all, so it was not kind of tennis. It was just uh, some uh, special, <laughs> some special thing. But, well, Sloan, she actually was so strong, I mean, mentally, and uh, she, she realized all the situation, and she, she's, she was great. I mean, okay. that, that, that's cool. And but actually, it's interesting that we have new winner. And, uh, it's healthy for women's tennis. And for women's, and actually this year's Open, uh, it showed us uh, like a lot of good newcomers and young tennis players, men and women, who are actually will be in next couple of years like on these top positions, and uh, that's that's great. Uh, okay, M men's final was also uh, was actually predictable. Let's say <laughs> Rafa okay. Nadal, world number one. It was, I think, the easiest final for him. So this was the 16th Grand Slam. His 16th Grand Slam. Yeah, 16th Grand Slam. So it's, I, I think it's uh, 10. Uh, yeah, and 10 Roland Garros. That's right. That's right. Yeah, two U.S. Open. Now it's third one. Uh, Wimbledon, two Wimbledon, two Wimbledon and, and one just Australian. one Australian. Yeah. So he's got the career Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah, so he, he got do, the career Grand he Slam. Do, that yeah, day. yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, but that's amazing. I mean, actually, this, he he used his chance like three sets, easy six three six three six three, nothing uh, unpredictable. Actually, uh, Kevin Anderson also his first final at the age of thirty one. It was also tough. So. He, he did what he could, his best, but uh, Rafa is like more experienced and like obviously is much better. So that's what it is. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it's good to see Anderson as well because he's a good, you know, good up and coming young player as well. So yeah, I mean, it was also him, interesting. But... Also, no one could predict that Kevin Anderson would play like final of uh, Grand Slam, you know. <laughs> uh, he once in his life played quarterfinals, so that, that, that was amazing also. <laughs> I mean, what, what what do you reckon? I mean, um, you know, for the Australian Open, okay, we're quite a way away from that. That's in you know, January, yeah, it's February, just like so four four months. Do you, you reckon? Never know. Like, will will Nadal be able to keep it up? Because I mean, he's. I mean, he looks he in the perfect he looks in great shape. shape. I mean, yeah, he looks yeah, in great yeah shape. absolutely, and he's so focused. He's like so so focused on this first position on another like goals to achieve, and this is amazing. I mean, he's he has so many things. Um, behind his back like you know all these grand slams and finals of grand slams and he was he he was number one he now is number one and that's amazing he still looks he can he could do a lot of things more and that's that's really interesting to watch <laughs> i go to be devil's advocate do you think is it is it i know you, you like you, you'll probably hit me for this but do you think is it like fully natural he's doing because it does look strange he's just like you know, we, we, we never could say anything like this, we never... <laughs> There's always suspicions, we, we never saw, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but no, but still, he's very motivated and yeah. that... I, I Actually, I never loved his game, so I wasn't a fan of Nadal <laughs> since he started to win, like, all these Grand Slam, like, since Roland Garros, he first won at the, uh, the age of 18. But, but now, I really respect him because, like, 
to come back in these all three years and he actually struggled a lot with the injuries and he was trying to get back and uh, no one actually believed in him and there was all oh, Nadal is like he's done we, uh, we, we, he's we, been written off so many times. He's yeah, been out injured. Yeah. He's been like done and no, so but, but that's what I say. No one actually believed in him. Everyone was saying, "Oh, that's that's it." So he will never be number one. He couldn't win any Grand Slam. So he actually he showed that he's one of the best tennis players. That he 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 writes this history, and this is amazing. And I really start to respect it. And he improved his game a lot. His technique. He's actually become Everything. more versatile rather than yeah, just like smash, and, smash, yeah, smash. He, he plays a little bit different way, so he's more in uh, attack now, you know. Yeah, we yeah. used to watch him running behind the baseline and just sometimes doing something uh, closer. But now he's absolutely, he's he grown up as a tennis player and I think personally also, and that's amazing. Like when you watch something like this, is I really, this Staying on the team of tennis, I was watching uh, an interview last night on um, the, oh God, with uh, Trevor Noah, the, the American kind of like evening comedy show on Comedy Central. I just blanked the name right now. At the night show, but anyway, uh, he was interviewing Maria Sharapova. Mm -hmm. Now, he gave her a relatively soft interview, but she came across very, very well. It's promoting, obviously, her new book. Um, and uh, I mean, no, no, I mean, no, come on, I know you're making face of me, but it is true. I mean, they are promoting her book. They were talking to her about it. And uh, one of the things that they picked up on, which I think is really annoying, is that she said that in 2004, so she was only 17, I think it yeah, was, in Wimbledon. Yeah, she was 17 when she won Wimbledon. Exactly. So she's walking at the court. She says, like, she looked across and she saw, like, that Serena, which is, like, huge presence. Now, everyone started saying that's, number one, she's racist. Number two, she's, like, hating on Serena Williams and so on. It's like, crap. But when when it's explained, I, I know myself, like, once when I got into the ring and saw this guy who was about, I don't five, six centimeters shorter than me, but he was wider and just pure ripped muscle. And he walked into the ring like a hero. And I was nervous. And even though I was thinking, no, I know I can beat him, but at the same time, he had that like presence around him. And Serena has the same thing, doesn't she? She has this like unbeatable aura. Yes, she does. But actually, Marsha, she's much taller than Serena. So exactly. it's just like, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit um, like uh, uncomparable. Okay, Serena is bigger, but Marsha is taller. So they, they, they are okay, you know? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, but like as, uh, her point was that like Serena, came in like she's like really muscled and like she looks yeah but it looks uh, yeah, I, know, I, mean, I, know, I know what she's talking about she was 17 and when you first see Serena like okay not scary. maybe the first time but still yeah you're a little bit you you become a little bit anxious <laughs> that's no, true no I mean that's true and she has this kind of she walks into a room and she owns the room it's a brilliant yeah, self-confidence that she has yeah, and yeah. What, that's what she has yeah, true and, fact yeah but it's she's the queen yeah that's it and I remember meeting her at Wimbledon years and years ago and she walked in and everybody just, it, the whole room parted and she walked up to me, stood beside me to get water. And I, I was thinking, I couldn't even speak with her because she <laughs> scared me. But only only so far as that she was so confident and so such a big presence. And yet she turned around and just started chatting away to me as polite actually, and nice as ever. Yeah, well, uh, actually in this chat, she's... She scared me all she's she always, did. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> she's always nice. I'm scared of women. <laughs> but she's nice when she's... Uh, she's in the lovely. Chair. Yeah, she's lovely and she's... she's She's fine, but she looks yeah, like scary. Scary. Sometimes. I mean, uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I remember meeting um, at uh, in Stuttgart at yeah. uh, uh Sam Stozer, and she's little, like, she's like small but like really yeah, strong. Yeah. And she, she's very shy, this Australian girl. And um, she, she walked up to me and just like asked me like where was something, and she frightened the life. Like she was small, but she just had this like aggressive way to speak yeah. with me. And I knew her coach, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's over there. <laughs> yeah, and you then, see how different it is. Yeah, exactly. So it was completely, and then. Like if you look at like Wozni Wozniacki and she's like 
she's quite big as well, but she's very quiet. You know, she's more oh, yeah, she's gentle. Very, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she looks like a girl. Let's yeah, say like the, I yeah mean, she's, she's a nicer so, kind of so, so yeah, a yeah, woman. Yeah. yeah, she's trying to be this kind of kind of kind of like a girly sweet girl, girl, like girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but <laughs> I, I mean, mean, she's sweet girl. It's, she she is. Does, yeah, and she looks like yeah. And I mean, uh, of, of the tennis players you played, which which tennis players scared you on court? Oh, and be kind cool. now. Okay, we're alive on there, so I don't want to like the panel show. It's like you know, someone is asking me, and so many, so so many times, like uh, actually last week when uh, US Open was still not over, and uh, like I got a lot of uh, calls, you know, and uh, which play you didn't like to play. I actually don't remember that much already. Like I don't understand why. You, you, like there's one French player, one like ex uh, a girl from Tambov. You said you didn't like to play. Uh, yes, but this is about like a lady who I didn't like and who scared <laughs> me. It's just like you know, sometimes it's mentally. It doesn't. It never depends for me on the visual thing. You know, uh. I just it's just sometimes you you don't like the way of uh, the game. You know, and all these things. You know that. Is like returning back all the balls or something like this. So it's for me, it was more mentally than like this physical visual stuff. I never, yeah, I know this thing, you know, it doesn't matter how you look like, depends <laughs> what you do on court well, <laughs> or anywhere, you know, it it's just like you said about boxing. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, it, I, I do remember one, one time we were boxing in the championships in England and one of my uh, teammates, he saw who he's going to box. There was a, a guy, an Afro-Caribbean guy from uh, the University of one of the, the London universities, and he saw him and got nervous straight away. I said, "Why?" He said, "Because he looks like so like muscled." And I said, "Yeah, but that's just because, you know, it's the light. Sh like you're as muscled as he is. You're stronger than he is. You're better than he is. Why are you scared?" And he said, it's just a perception. His idea was he looks fit, and I don't. He look in the mirror. <laughs> but you know, it's like he was lacking that bit of confidence. Okay, look. Before we go any further, we have we have a super super prize draw to give away because um, we're going to get to break in just a minute. So uh, we have two VIP tickets to give away. For next week, or actually in two weeks' time, to uh, Lokomotiv and Zlin. Okay, there are two VIP tickets. You will get looked after very, very well. You'll be actually with us on the Capital Sports Stadium show with myself, Ekaterina, and Ollie. Right, Ollie? Yeah, yeah Ollie's gone. That's We're right. going to be there. They're gonna be up, you'll be up on the stage with us. So, uh, we have a very, very simple question, okay? Very, very simple question. So, Ekaterina, have you got a simple question? No, I'm joking. Okay, so a very, very simple question. And Don't you do can, this to me again. No, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to do it all Not as well. to Ollie, yes, no, exactly. <laughs> so, it was um, funny the first time. It was no, funny the first time. <laughs> so I'm going to do, and this is this is, this is is from uh, uh, Eli, okay? This is Eli. So Eli, thank you so, so much. So very, very quickly. So on plus seven, nine, two, five, one, 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 zero, five, three, and on our Viber, WhatsApp, and so on, get in contact. The, the question is, which country has won the World Cup, Football World Cup, as two different countries. So the same country, but they've won it as two different names, okay? So give me either name and you'll get it. I promise you will get it, okay? So we're going to go to break and we'll be back right after this. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Capital FM. Есть вещи, которые не стоит разделять. Деньги и удача. Комфорт и красота. Ваш дом и природа. Таунхаус и премиум-класса «Парк Фонтена» на Варижском шоссе. Панорамные окна от пола до потолка. Интерьер вашего дома и природа вокруг – одно целое. Особые условия первым покупателям. 495-974-2010. Организатор акции ООО «Фонтен». Застройщик ООО «Терадин». Антипроектная декларация и условия акции на сайте parkfontaine.ru
with Alan Moore. Right, we're right back. And just to repeat that question again, so I just got a question I got, I uh, asked to uh, check it from Ollie Knight. So, which country, this is now from Eli, and this is a great question, which country has won the World Cup, but with two different names? Not two different names of the World Cup, not that it was a Jules remade and the World Cup, but no, which country had two names? So they've won it many, many times, but with two different names, okay? So it's a country, I'll give you a hint, it's a country in Europe, so get texting in, plus seven, nine, two, five, one, 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 zero, five, three, and uh, on our Viber, our WhatsApp, and you will be able to win two, two excellent VIP tickets to Lokomotiv and Zlin on Thursday, the 28th of September. That's uh, That kickoff's at nine o'clock. Okay, so, uh, well, what are we going to do? So, right, we'll give you a quick update on the uh, Dynamo and Tractor. So that is still 2-0 out there in the VTB arena. And uh, just a quick on uh, hockey as well. So, Tsiskar uh, playing Havros earlier, Vityaz as well in Novosibirsk. Tomorrow night, Spartak are away in Nizhny Kams. I'll give you those updates a little bit later. If you want to check out some hockey action, you have to chances this uh, weekend with Dinamo home on Friday evening uh, and Sunday afternoon. On Friday at 7.30 p.m. they play Lada Taliati and Sunday it's Automobilist Yekaterinburg who are the visitors. That one starts at 5 p.m. Tickets are available online at dinamo-tickets.ru and cost from just 200 rubles so that's very cheap. Uh, so go and buy. <laughs> The games are Sorry, at the <laughs> VTB Arena and you can reach there easily from Autozavodskaya or Tulskaya stations. You see, that's great how you pronounce those. You see, that's better than Varderskopje. Isn't that She's doing really yeah, it's well. Coming. Yeah, really it's well. coming. <laughs> and you are right, 200 rubles for a very, very good hockey, uh, hockey, hockey games. Okay, so a quick and very, very short run in last night's Champions League results. So Siska might not have kept another clean sheet. But they did win away in Portugal. We mentioned that 2-1 win over Benfica gives them a genuine chance to chase Manchester United for a top spot. Elsewhere, there were wins for Sporting, Bayern, PSG and Chelsea. Barcelona rolled over Juventus 3-0 in the tie of the, uh, of the round, while Roma and Atletico Madrid drew 0-0. Oh, that's so class. Okay, so uh, tonight at 9.45, as we mentioned earlier, Spartak are there returning to Champions League action in the beautiful, beautiful city of Maribor, Maribor in Slovenia. One of my favourite places in the world. Hopes are high for a very good start, as everyone here seems to think they're all going to win. Three against me, I just said a draw. Everyone said they're going to win. Um, so, and uh, they need this win because they're fighting for a third place in the group and a spot in Europa League, and that's going to be down to, uh, to them and Maribor. The big tie of the night, apart from Spartak, for me, uh, for me, actually, for, yeah, <laughs> for me, <laughs> of course, is <laughs> taking place in Wembley, where Spurs have German leaders Borussia Dortmund to beat. Oh, battle Whoa. Borussia, battle <laughs> Borussia. Okay, well, listen, I'd actually probably go, I'm going to watch the uh, liverpool Sevilla game tonight, uh, mainly because they both like to attack, and there should be a couple of goals in that one. Uh, tomorrow night in Europa League, our partners, Lokomotiv, are in Copenhagen, so that is realistically a fight for top spot in their group, because they are the two strongest teams. Denita down in Macedonia to play my favorite team to pronounce, <laughs> less, but this is, not, <laughs> this is not the top now. Valdar Skopje, Lokas game kicks off at 8 p.m. Zenit's at 10. But now, now, finally, <laughs> finally, we have a very, very special guest. And I'm going to introduce her. <laughs> She's a former world champ in Thai boxing. She's a dance instructor, fitness guru, and has been called one of the Russian's best dancers. Maybe she'll show up <laughs> some <laughs> moves tonight. Ola, are you ready for this? Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, welcome our amazing guest, Yule Firsova. Thank you, for, thank you very much for the invitation. That's my first time here at the Capital Camp. Well, I mean, it's I, nice to see you guys. 
Oh, it's good. It's great to have you here. I mean, we were trying to get this together for a while. I mean, I, I have known Yulia for a couple of years now. And um, when she was first described to me by Sergey, a mutual friend of ours, he said, she's a very normal girl. And I, no, <laughs> that's, he definitely that's said. A, sounds that's a compliment. I am. It's a, a compliment. very normal girl. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and I was thinking, okay, whatever that means. And then we, we got in contact. We were having a chat. And then when we did some work together, especially when we went to that fair, remember the big food fair over in Mezhrodnaya, um, in uh, Vistavoshnaya, I was she's not just a normal girl, she's actually really, really brilliant, like genius, speaks great English, has got so much. And I'm going to just say, ask her one first question. How many educations do you have? Uh, two, and now I study in the University of Thailand in Mahasarakam. It's a city far away from Bangkok, and uh -huh. in uh, three years, maybe going to be a doctor of martial arts. There you go, doctor of martial arts. Oh, that's amazing. So I don't mean, you're so her. multiple, and it, 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 it's, that's incredible you, what you do. You do all the time, like, so good. I check, like, yeah. a little <laughs> oh, bit. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Google, <laughs> Google you. Compliments. <laughs> no, Creepy. but that's really mm. amazing. Thank I mean, you. You make me shy. No, no, no don't no, be shy. No, 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 You're no, not blushing. No, no Ollie exactly. blushes here. I blush here. You don't. She <laughs> never blushes. <laughs> she just grins. It's just because I have this tan. So yeah. <laughs> no, because we have to apologize. We had to apologize to Anna Chakotadze who was in last week because we just absolutely embarrassed her last week with our thing. So we, we promise yeah. this week we'd be very, very good. We're very nice. So, I mean, um, just on dance. So was dance your first passion, like growing up? Was that your first thing? Yes, but when I was a kid, I used to do karate. But at the age of 12, I uh, stopped. I don't know. I lost the passion to karate. But my father was a coach. And I your dad was your karate my, coach? Yeah, my first coach was my dad. But my parents never gave me to compete in karate because they had, I'm a girl and Julie don't need it. That's not for a girl. So <laughs> actually, I never, I never competed in karate when I was a kid. And, but I fought a lot, actually, in, uh, <laughs> about, about in the street. <laughs> in the but, street and then when did you switch to dance? Uh, at the age of 16. Really? 16, whoa. Yeah, that was, I was too, I, 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 I was too old for that. A lot of people tell me, Julia, 16, come on, like, don't you have anything to do? Like, just. Oh, but come on, I, there's no age limit in dancing. I think in every sport, there's no age in limit, yeah. not just in sport. Like everywhere, anything. exactly. Yeah, yeah everywhere. No, no limits if you want to do something. You're, you're talking to two retired athletes here right now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Two yeah, retired sportsmen. I got a but lot of questions in social networks. Julia, I'm 30, for example. I'm 25. I don't know. I'm 40. And isn't it too late for me to step into dancing or martial arts? Come on. Like, if you think that you're too old, yeah, that's too late for you. But There if you're, you go. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but Spot if you're on. young with your soul and your heart and with everything, now it's never too late. Even yeah. you're 85 But, but sometimes it also depends, you know, what you want to do in this kind of, of that kind of sport or dance or whatever. Because I used to attend dance hall classes, actually, so I was surprised uh, with our guests tonight. <laughs> because I used to go to attend, like, for four years, uh, dance hall classes. And so we can dance today, yeah? Uh, no, <laughs> I just quit maybe two years ago, so I will try to remember so something. But it doesn't. Yeah, it's never too late. Yeah, I know it's never too late, but still, you need Listen, no, a leave lot her of alone. practice. She, she has to come to Gaelic football first, and then she can go to dancing. So <laughs> well, I can teach Irish dancing, so there you go. Oh yes, come we, on, all no. of us, all of us. All I can us, teach yeah, you Irish dancing. I, I, I did it. I've done it many times because even in our family, like really? uh, you, you know, my little boy uh, Tim, he, like in our family, there's uh, Tim is the fifth generation who's done Irish dancing. Nice. So fifth generation. He's the sixth generation who's, who's played Getty football, but fifth for Irish dancing. But so how, how fast you were involved in this dance and then you become an instructor, for example. Like first you come 16 at the age of 16. Oh, I don't know. Like 
first, I was doing hip hop, dancing, uh -huh. not dance hall at once. And um, at the age of 18, I was at the competition, dancing competition with my uh, friends, friend of mine, and there was electro dance competition. Electro dance? Electro dance. Yes. dance. What's that? You yes. put your finger into the socket in the wall and you're <laughs> 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 Kind of, electro dance. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like, that's not a dance. This so, seems so funny. Like, and they were like, oh, really funny? So if you register you, Julia, now you will show us how to dance. I was like, I don't care. I can do whatever you say. And actually, they registered me. And that was my first dance competition. Class. And I looked so funny, to be honest. <laughs> you can check uh, on YouTube. My name was Kukolka, which means doll. <laughs> Little dolly like Bar oh Barbie. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't look like a doll well, at all. I know. But... <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's easy to understand. But I hold on, then you went from being Barbie and then you went into martial arts. So when do you yeah, start yeah, martial arts come? again? Sorry, sorry, I know I'm seeing your question, Kat. Sorry, sorry. So it's, yeah, she's going to hit me in a second. I'm scared. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I don't actually, that's most uh, that's uh, the question. Like people always ask me, like how comes Julia? Why martial arts? Why Thai boxing? Uh, when I was uh, uh, when I was 20 years old, that's actually like uh, for some Russian people, for some people are old. That's too old to start martial arts. I was traveling with my parents, and I was traveling a lot. And and my at my 15th time in Thailand, uh, my father was like, "Oh, Julia, I don't want to go to martial arts training, to Muay Thai training, and take some pictures." I was like, "Ah, oh, father, I don't know, but, but maybe taking some pictures just." And not to train now, not to train, no, just, just to just take pictures like... Maybe, just maybe. make it look like I did train, but... Yeah. <laughs> just for, like throw some water in my head. Yeah, for social yeah. networks, you know? Oh, like, my God. Yeah, and I came to the first class and I put on my first gloves, because at the karate we don't use gloves, we don't put gloves on, and I fell in love. Until this day, I'm still taking pictures, for sure, because yeah. I'm a girl. And, yeah, I'm in love with martial arts. I don't remember any day, like, I did not train. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't dream about it. I didn't think about it. I didn't speak about martial arts after that day. And dancing for sure. Too. I mean, there's one thing I remember. Like when we were over in uh, Ludus Baza, we'll speak with that in a, in, well, catch us questions in a few minutes. But uh, in Ludus Baza, you were after doing a jiu-jitsu session with some one. I think it was one girl. I think it wasn't she quite a, a big girl. And I mean, you're not, you're you're very very strong, but you're not as big as this girl was like quite big. And uh, I remember like you were coming off and you were like getting tremors. And I was like looking, going. Are you sure you're okay? Because you had these, like, your hands were shaking yes. from the pain, like you were getting, like, really, the girl needed to rip her shoulder off. But she's grand, yeah, I'm fine. But Got I won. But I know I won. you won. <laughs> yeah, that was new for me. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu wasn't a new sport for you me. You only knew it, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah, so I was trying to do my best. But I always... That's amazing how you can mix all this, like, dance and actually, yeah, martial arts. It's completely, like, I mean, yeah. it's not different, but still, it's, oh, you have to be, like... Have any limits? Sorry, I'm so sorry for interrupting you because I don't have any limits, limits in my head. A lot of people do have, and that's why they don't they don't start something new. They don't even try. They don't have this. This is no. This is how all these things, like all these different sport things, have uh, like work for your body. I don't know. I always try. I mean, I mean, injuries or anything like this. So because you mix like a lot of completely different things. Yeah, uh, but I'm not, I, I don't risk, for example, in the sport, I don't know what to do. For example, parachute jumping or climbing, I don't risk. I do, it every, I do everything smart. Sure, I do it with an instructor. Thai boxing? Okay, it's not a risk. Thai boxing? Yeah, it's a risk, but I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, then what is risk? You're, you're no, no, hold on, this, no, no, listen, you're, you're playing against players, like, and you're, like, up against, like, Maria Sharapova and so on. How hard did they serve the ball at you? 120 kilometers an hour? 
No, Maria never served like this. Well, actually, okay. I was serving one one ninety. So oh, for okay. me, it was so, okay. So basically, she's talking like, "Oh, it's so dangerous," and yet someone's like smashing a ball at her, yeah. trying to kill her. No, you understand? <laughs> no, I understand these things. That it's there is professional thing. You understand what you do and uh, all these things. But still, this is like professional sport, and it's two different uh, ways. You know, like to dance, you you use different parts of your body let's say like this that's that was the question like how 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 come you stay like in shape and like healthy let's say like this oh, staying healthy is not a problem when you do a lot of sport but uh, with trauma i had more injuries uh, when i was dancing not in martial not in muay thai not in jujitsu not in jujitsu because uh, sometimes in dancing like we can jump we can split sometimes when you're not warmed up Enough at the competition. Oh, no, I know, yeah, I know, I yeah. Used to in every sport, like you can get some injuries. Even like, skateboarding, like no, oh, I'm trying to do. Like I'm trying to skate, <laughs> but I guess like I'm, I'm doing. I'm perform better in jujitsu, Thai boxing. It's why. safer. It's safer. No, I mean the, the one. The one thing is that uh, with like say Thai boxing, even though it looks quite brutal. I mean, I remember seeing when you're knocked or when when you won like two years ago. I think it was in Thailand. And I mean, uh, the difference you had because you had done boxing training. And that your hands were faster and harder than because like we spoke about before when i had like one kickboxing fight and the other guy when he kicked me he just destroyed me but when i punched him he couldn't understand that i could hit him and you did the same so you actually trained in boxing as well yeah i i train classical boxing as well too because it helps me a lot uh, in muay thai because mm -hmm. all thai fighters they have strong kicks i have normal kicks but i'm too short for my weight class i'm a dwarf they call me a dwarf oh <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I'm one, one meter of uh, 58 centimeters. Uh, so I always have to improve and I always have to try something new. Because just with my kicks and with Muay Thai, I won't uh, perform that good with taller girls, for example. So we always have to try something to, um, you know, like not, not just uh, to go for um, like points for a uh, straight win, you have to always be smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm strong enough, but I have to be smart. That's yeah. the first thing main option yeah i had a question about parents like how do they uh, are they worried when you do all these martial arts but uh, obviously your dad is fine with this <laughs> and what about your mom they actually have no choice I ah, exactly oh so. my god no, <laughs> like, what an answer so that's it no argue <laughs> i mean but you, you, your parents traveled with you to thailand the last couple yes. of times as well so they're there they're with you but well, one question is that like um that I mean, I'm sitting beside a, a tennis player who, who was always feminine on court. It's like, you know, when you're performing in martial arts, you know, how do you keep your femininity? I just said it's a stupid question, but it's like, for men, it you know, men, okay, men are men, we get on, we do our stuff. But for women as well, because the, the way the world is set up, you need to not just sweat, but be glamorous at the same time. So how do you, like, is that important for you and how do you do it? Uh, with my parents, you mean like how my parents? No, 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 no just how, you, oh, just for femininity, oh, like okay. yeah, to remain feminine. Yeah. No, your parents okay? I don't know. Like, um, uh, I was born in uh, such a district, you know, Sergei Posad, and I was uh, I was born in a wealthy family, uh, and but my like surroundings was not that good. So they, uh, I became more ghetto than my parents wanted to raise, <laughs> because I had to fight a lot in the streets. So I wasn't, uh, I never was the court. You know, my mom and my parents, they were always like, Julia, never run and always punch first and uh, never argue, just do your job. Like, like whatever, whatever it takes and uh, whatever like, teachers say or something like that. So I don't know, like I all, since I was a kid, I was a pretty girl, but I didn't have any problems with different injuries and 
spots on my face, so I was good with it. Everything will go away, but your pride <laughs> and everything, like your emotions will stay with you. I don't know. Like I didn't uh, have any problems with with a face or with something. Staying glamorous is, uh, for me, it's, it's okay, it's good, it goes with my Muay Thai. Excellent. Okay, so we're going to go to a break in a second. So uh, we're, Julie's going to stay here with us. We're going to have Joseph Sexton on the, on the phone after the break. So just once more that question, which country, which nation has won the World Cup? Under two different names, two different flags, okay? It's the same country, just two different names. We've already had lots and lots of right answers in, but one thing to say, it's not Holland and the Netherlands which was sent in to us by someone who's like probably cleverer than I am, Alina. So it's not Holland and the Netherlands, but it is a country that is a neighbour of Holland and the Netherlands. Okay, right back after this. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Capital FM. Захватывающие виды из собственный парк в центре Москвы. Neva Towers отмечает один год. До конца сентября при покупке любых апартаментов мы дарим автомобиль. Neva Towers. Больше, чем мечта. Не упустите. Звоните 499-300-0303. 499-300-0303. Проектная декларация условий акции на сайте nevatowers.ru. Застройщик ООО «Эсте Towers. Okay, we're back, folks. We're back in the studio with Ollie Knight, with my brilliant co-host, my wonderful co-host, Ekaterina Bishkova, and of course, still with us in the studio is Julia Persova. So she's not leaving because we're afraid to kick her out, so <laughs> she'll kick us back in. So we're going to go on to the phone right now in just a couple minutes to Joseph Sexton. Okay, before we do, uh, just a quick update on the ice hockey tonight. Of course, uh, Dinamo are at home against Tractor Chelly Bins. It is now 3-0 to the boys from the Ural. So that's not great for Dinamo, but it will be okay. Right, so um, also tonight, of course, kicking off is uh, the um, Spartak Moscow game. So that's on at 9.45. But I just wanted to do one quick mention because of Alexander Zotov, who's even was there the, the week before last, uh, about uh, the first game of the NFL season, the Chiefs and Patriots. Of course, the, the Patriots are the defending champions. They lost 42-27 at home. Right, also then just so, uh, well, Alexander will be quite happy. His Redskins threw away a chance to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. They lost 30-17. That was week one of the NFL, so hopefully it's going to get better from there for the uh, Eagles. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Miami Dolphins, that big Florida showdown, the Florida Derby, as you will, that was cancelled because of the hurricane. So we wish everyone well over there in Texas and in Florida. Right now, we're going to the phone to a very, very interesting gentleman. I, well, he's one of my own uh, uh, homelanders, shall we say. So I just want to welcome onto the show a brilliant journalist and columnist, Joseph Sexton. Joseph, how are you doing? I'm doing good. The, the line is slightly ropey, but uh, I think we can get by. Okay, I'm well, if you say, anyway. I, I, hope, I hope you're not in the middle of a hurricane or a storm. Sounds uh, like he's... Sorry, I, I said... <laughs> I didn't catch that, I'm afraid. Okay, uh, <laughs> so that's the line, it's not so great. So I hope you're not out in the middle of a storm because it's a bit windy around you. So uh, are you, maybe if you're in a, in a quieter place, it'll be handier. Yeah, um, it's, it's just the lines. So if you want to give me a call back, perhaps? Uh, I think we should. Oh, okay. we, we can hear you really well, to be honest. It's just uh, in between. In okay, between. okay. Yeah, uh, it's great. L- l- let me take out my headset. That might be the issue. Ah, there you go. Hello, you sorry see? about that. Perfect, perfect. So, listen, yeah. we were on chair earlier on and you were on an old tram. So, where are you right now, Joseph? I'm in Porto. I'm headed to see FC Porto play Besiktas tonight. 
So listen, what do you reckon? Will it be the homeboys winning or the boys from Turkey? Hmm. Good question. I don't know a huge amount about where Besiktas are right now, but um, FC Porto have certainly started the season well. Um, they're doing well domestically. Um, you know, perhaps after four long years, they they they, they might add the league crown. Uh, I'd fancy them tonight. They're always strong at home in Europe. My last time here for the Champions League was uh, seeing them take apart uh, Jose Mourinho's Chelsea. So. Um, yeah, I think you'd have to go with the home side tonight. Okay, well that's good. So anyone who's going to like uh, has a bit of an interest with the bookmakers, you can have a look at that because Joseph Sexton said to stick some cash on to, of course, uh, Porto. And if that doesn't come off, then you know who to go after. Okay, I'm, of course I'm joking, Joseph. So listen, Benfica last night with CSKA. Did you watch the game? Um, Benfica, Saskia, yeah, I watched uh, last night. Um, obviously it was the main televised game here with here being Portugal. Um, so yeah, you know it's a, a hugely disappointing start to the group for Benfica. That's for sure. Uh, listen, just I was going to uh, ask you. I mean, how do you reckon Benfica are going to do? Okay, they lost two one at home, but they still have they have ground to make up. But um, like you know, can can they pull off say a shock at home against say United or something like that? Like you know, are they going to end up just fighting for a Europa League place, or will they will they go for first or second? I mean, I think. Uh, you know, they, 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 this was always a massive setback. I mean, there's there's no two ways around that. And I haven't actually checked ahead to the calendar when they have to play Seska in Moscow, but I imagine it's going to be towards the end of the group when the the winter is setting over there. That that could be tough. But on paper, I mean, uh, you know, on paper, they 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 should possibly you know be able to come back from this and claim second spot. But certainly, you know, a home game against Seska with Seska's record over the years in the Champions League. That was kind of one that they were hoping to pick up all three points from. I mean, okay, uh, Katrin, she's, uh, she's sitting here because she's uh, yeah, a question about the Neymar. Question about so. the Neymar, yeah. The Neymar transfer was talk of this summer. Is the Spanish league weaker? How do you think? What's, what's your mean opinion? Oh, so, sorry, could you, could you say that again, please? Yeah, the Neymar transfer the was the talk of the summer. And it was. Yeah. Is the Spanish league weaker from your point of view? Yeah. Okay. Um... You know, when you lose a global superstar like um, Neymar, it, you know, there's there's a footballing effect, but there's also an effect on the on the level of kudos surrounding the league. Um, you know, he was a massive star name. Anyone who's been to Brazil will tell you uh, this, this this guy is just uh, on a different level in terms of endorsements. Um, I think you know he's uh, right up there with Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, or possibly even ahead of them in terms of what he makes in advertising. So, in terms of the star power. You know, I, I actually, I mean, I, I was actually talking to some colleagues about this. The last time either Real Madrid or Barcelona lost a player uh, against their will, well, uh, I think we just, uh, Joseph, you just drifted out for a second. Yeah, just, uh, we just can't hear you right now. Are you in a good place or a bad place? Yeah, oh, there we no go. We got you back. Okay. So yeah. you're saying that the last, the last time um, one of the, the Spanish giants lost a player, who, who was that? Uh, would have been Luis Figo back in uh, 2000, of course. He switched between the sides. And before that, uh, the original Ronaldo. Yeah. I actually cannot. I mean, I mean, if, if you look at it now, I mean, last night, uh, Barcelona were able to give uh, Juventus a bit of a thumping. So even though kind of the obituary has been written a bit for the, for the uh, La Liga, do you reckon that like Barcelona and Real will still be as strong in Europe this year? Uh, Real, without a doubt, and actually, I've I've come around to the perspective on Barcelona and you know digesting it in, in recent weeks that you know okay the, the, there have been issues uh, certainly you know the 
their failure to bring in certain players like you know Coutinho and Di Maria on the last day, that, 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 that was a bit embarrassing the way that, that all played out. But if you look at it objectively with a cold eye, they've, uh, they've, um, they've lost a, ma- a massive name in Neymar. Uh, they've replaced him with a potential huge star of the future. I'm not sure he can be as good as Neymar and Dembele, but uh, you know, other than that, the problem area in the team was right back, and they've recruited Nelson Semedo from uh, Benfica, and he seems to be fitting like a glove because they've uh, they, they kind of struggled in that area last season. So, you know, the doom and gloom. Um, yes, you know, losing Neymar is terrible politically for the president, but uh, in terms of the footballing side of things, he's a loss, and I don't think Dembélé is going to be as good as him, but. It's not the end of the world, you know? Well, I mean, that's what football is. I mean, you have to just, like, buy, you know, buy better than, than, than what you've sold. Listen, Joseph, we're going to wrap up right now, but a uh, quick question. On Sunday, will it be Dublin or Mayo? Hmm. Um, heart says Mayo, head says Dublin. Oh, well, that's okay, because all right, heart and head are saying Dublin. Listen, Joseph, Sexton, thank you very, very thank much. You. Enjoy the game tonight and have fun. Uh, no problem. Hope we have a, a slightly better line the next time we speak. We will, Joseph. Listen, thanks for and take care. Okay, so we are going thank to go you, to. Bye. Thank you. We're going to go to a break right now, and we're right back again with you, Lee First of all, Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
with Alan Moore. We're Okay, we're back. It's the last segment of the show before we go away for one more week. Okay, of course, just as I was mentioned to uh, Joseph, the big, big, big Ali Knight is blushing and because <laughs> she didn't turn on my microphone. That's okay. You're right. <laughs> it's better actually to mute me altogether so no one hears my voice. So that's good, Ali. I don't have a voice or a face for a radio, so there you go. So, <laughs> or I have a face for radio, not a voice. Okay, so uh, on Sunday in Dublin in Crow Park, a huge showdown. And Ali's gone really red right now. The huge showdown with uh, between Dublin and Mayo comes along. Of course, Dublin beat Tyrone in the, in the uh, semi-final, so a lot of Tyrone people here in Moscow are quite sad. But as Joseph said, that even though his heart wants Mayo to win it, it'll most likely be Dublin. And this uh, is so, Mayo. Yeah, it's a little bit anxious day for you, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is anxious <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's a long, long day for me. And of course, Mayo were the team who last won the All Ireland final in 1951. And I remember the story. Yeah. So basically, because <laughs> that the guys were celebrating beside a funeral that the local priest said you'll never win it so long as any of you are alive. And there's still two of those guys alive from 1951. So everything is okay, so you're safe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm just going, please so they let have one or they haven't won? They haven't won since 1951 because wow. of the curse, because uh, they were you, celebrating. Do you remember this story? Yeah, yeah, no, I remember. You were saying, you were talking about the story, yeah. but... Yeah. Maybe they should go and find some voodoo woman, the one that does <laughs> yeah, it. Does come the on, let's just wait for these two people to die. I'm sorry to say <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, like, Katerina. I'm so bad, I know. You're not the first person. Get you're out. The, you know what the door is. Just, you just go. Julie, you can kick her out right now. That's just <laughs> yeah. like terrible. You're like, these poor old men. I mean, they did nothing. No, no, no. They I did mean, nothing. But of anyway. course, it's not like I'm just kidding, but... That's what it is. Well, that was funny. I, I think a lot of fans of Mayo, actually. Okay. Well, anyway, bad so thoughts in their mind. Of course. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's people who are thinking, like, we should bump them off soon. But anyway, it's not really fair. But anyway, okay. It's still 3-0 to Tractor Chili Bins against Dinamo Moscow. And, and here, we still have Yulia. We still have Yulia. So, I know, yeah, you've, you, you, you've a, a question for you, Katarina. Yes, I, I, I do. I have the question about you in school, because I've heard you, you do have this new one. And uh, wh what are you doing now? What are you working on? And how does it like? No, for, uh, for the first, uh, actually, I want to invite you for the first class for a girls' oh, oh, academy. Oh. Yeah, the first class at Pavilyetskaya. Is it martial arts? Yeah, martial arts. That's no, sexism that's straight away. That, that's sexism. That girls only. No. Yeah, dangerous. A I, can, bit. I, can, I can find like a girl. Why, why <laughs> no boys? Why only girls? Uh, because there are a lot of martial arts academy for boys and in every gym you can see just one girl because uh, for them if you have a little more extra weight you know or you're not that They're shy yeah they are they are shy to uh, visit the same guy as gyms mm -hmm. guys with it and uh, actually some trainers uh, they look at the girls like girls you know they don't see or not even fighters, like martial artists in them. So they go, always go, uh, always send them to work in the bag and guys work together, mostly. So that's ridiculous. That's that. Yeah, if you wanna, uh, if you wanna train martial arts, but some some of the girls they don't wanna get punched, but they still wanna train something mm -hmm. new. So some of my girls are models, so they can't get punches, but they still wanna train. And in our academy, there are different types of girls. Some of them compete. Some of them, uh, some of them, uh, they still train like fitness. Uh, for some of them, it's uh, self-defense and it's really important. And it trains and builds not just your muscles, but character too. I mean, there's one, one thing that I know uh, Julie and I were speaking with before, that back uh, back in, well, the, the late 90s in Ireland, women's amateur boxing was not allowed, it was outlawed. 
and in the university where I was coaching in, in, in boxing and boxing as well, uh, we, of course, because it's university, so in order to get grants and support from the, the university, it had to be open to everybody. Like, there was no discrimination allowed and so on. So we, we had girls, uh, women in training with us. And we had the first, it was in 1998, uh, in October 98, I was like nearly 20 years ago now. I know it's a long time. You're only a child. I was expecting something like 1968. <laughs> oh my damn God. You, damn your eyes. Ole. Damn your eyes. To Sorry, hell. Alan. Okay, I'll okay. try to be more serious. Yeah. Yeah. You blush again. Yeah, yeah, you're going blushing because she's scared as well because she doesn't Julia would go to give her a slap. <laughs> anyway. I can punch back. Come on. Give me a girl fight in the studio. I protect women. Not See? That Actually, that's amazing. What about protecting men against women? This is what it is. Yeah, there are three of us here. Yeah, but I get bullied. Three of us. And you just got the situation. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> in last shows, he always got in this situation. I He's stuck between three women. Like, uh, my friend's my friend like, I know John Williams listening tonight, and he's going, God, you're in the studio again with like three like you know, beautiful women. I'm going, no, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is not like a dream come true. This is like, oh, Christ Basically almighty. Basically you of yourself for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I age about 10 years every time, so I'm actually only 20. But anyway, uh, so but, uh, the, the thing was that we, we, we had to allow women to box. Not that we had to, but we wanted to because it was it was fair play and they were also good and dedicated and there had to be an end not just training every week training every week so we organized the first fight and i got banned i actually got banned like from boxing because of the, like for like so many as a boxer and as a coach because they said oh it's forbidden i'm going but in university we can so eventually luckily one man called dom o'rourke who went on then to become a super coach and the president of the box in ireland and after that then, women started to box in Ireland and we had Katie Taylor who went on to win an Olympic gold medal and now she's soon going to win a, a world title as well. So that was great. But I mean, just uh, how important uh, are martial arts for women in terms of gaining confidence in your, in your view, Julia? That's very important. Uh, I think so, because a lot of students, they come there and they're not, not self-confident and they maybe in the, they don't see anything just the house. Like... Uh, <laughs> A husband, a husband has his friends and maybe a private men's club, you know, for some women it's a girls' club when you can share not just interests about nails and about like girls' it's, stuff, yeah. about martial arts, about sport and about things like that, because girls want to be in a private club too. Guys. I like, like that. Very yeah. inspiring. Yeah. yeah. It's much easier when you come to the women's group, you mm -hmm. know, and like when you do something like martial arts, first you really like yeah no you don't expect that someone's going to judge you as much exactly. as if, if there yeah, were men yeah. there because i think if there are men around you feel a bit weak because i went when i was in london i went to boxing and uh, men were so strong even when you train with them like yeah. they punch so much harder even when there's a bag in front of you yeah, you just kind of like different physics, wow, you know, and yeah just, so yeah. i'm all, well done i mean i'm i'm really i'm really happy that such places exist so, Julie, yeah, Julie just much, one, one question on that. Uh, I'm going to ask you in a bit where, where, where your gym is, your current gym is, where you're training in, in the centre of Moscow. I mean, there's, there's always this question about, like, you know, where, again, about femininity and so on, that um, that one thing that people always find offence, and we speak we spoke with this, Katarina, together, about tennis, where, like, you know, a lot of tennis players, they want to look good when you go on court, girls want to look good when you go into the ring and out of the ring. Does it offend you then when people then look and say, like, oh, you're just like some pretty thing i mean you can't even ask you the question first i mean as a tennis player were you ever offended when people said oh she's like like you know looks great or looks well uh well no it, like you really don't care about this exactly and yeah. julia no i don't care yeah you see this is something that like i hear these people say oh you should like look at them as women as equals They're, yeah but but they look, well. if they look good, why so, why is it exactly, a bad thing exactly. exactly and i mean i like i mean i always say like say like 
Cristiano Ronaldo is a great footballer, but also he's, he looks well and he doesn't <laughs> care. You know, he doesn't care. Yeah, like yeah, exactly, when, but okay, if he could mix both, why not? <laughs> exactly. I don't think it's worth. So look, we've got to we've got to wrap up. We're always coming to you. So, where can people go training in Moscow? Where is your gym in Moscow? Tell us. At uh, Pavelyatska Station, Pavelyatska Serpuhovska. It's uh, really close to the subway to the okay. metro. Uh, in the club Aqua First, so Aqua it's First. easy to find Aqua First. And in social networks, you can find Academy Nakmoy Nangfas. Thank God. The, I didn't say that. And Katarina didn't want to me, say that. This so. is like Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are we are wrapping up now for tonight. So you can uh, check out. We'll be tweeting out and also put this up onto iTunes, this uh, show. Uh, the winner tonight is Peter. And does anyone know what the answer was? Which country won under two different names? Germany. Yeah. Only because you told me. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> Eli Tolan, thank you so much. That was a super, super question to worry about. So, so finally, Oli, thank you so much for, for getting everything done and getting our calls. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you. Cool. It was a pleasure. Julia, first of all, thank you so much for coming thank in you. tonight. Thank you very much you. for the invitation. That was really, that was nice time spending here with you. Okay, and, and we didn't make you cry. No, no, no. Damn it, we should. Did I make you? Did I make you cry? We'll have to invite you, you in me? again. She just <laughs> threatened me. She cautious martial arts. <laughs> yeah, she says she'll make seriously. me cry. Okay. Okay. Katarina, thank you so much for tonight as well. Alan, thank you. Brilliant as always. We did a great job. Okay, so folks, enjoy your sports. Have a great week. And we'll be back next Wednesday, same time and the same bad channel. Take care and have a good time. And I will be back with you tomorrow with some capital stand-up that time. And right now I'm leaving you with Don Diablo for...